0: Yes. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those that love him. I'm your host, Freeman Actual, and this is the first episode of the Faith Battalion podcast. And the tea is still hot. I am your host, once again, Freeman Actual. And- Thank you for joining me on the first episode of the Faith Battalion Podcast. If you got some time, grab your Bible, crack open the book of John. We're going to be looking at uh, chapter 10. We're be looking at shepherdhood or a good shepherd and his flock. I'm going to attempt to contextualize or exegete scripture and make it applicable to our everyday lives uh, for all of my armed force brothers and sisters, family members, Children, the whole nine yards. This is an inclusive family, so thank you for joining me. We're going to look at leadership in terms of shepherd, being a good shepherd. Um, I'm going to quickly read uh, an excerpt from uh, Dr. Thomas K. Zane. He says that Jesus, as the good shepherd, is anxious to recover or find the lost sheep. He leaves the 99 immediately to go after the ones are lost. The shepherd does not give up until the sheep is found. He goes after the sheep until he finds it. The shepherd is not angry at the sheep. He is joyful when he finds his sheep and delights in bringing it home. Genuine love not only disciplines, it heals and restores. Caring caring love heals the sorrowing soul unlike any other medicine. Now, before I get into uh, chapter 10, let me go back. Um, Jesus is, is, is he's healing the blind. So he got, he avoids stoning in the temple. He ducks out. They're looking for him. Runs into a congenital blind man. He heals his vision. And at the same time, he heals his faith. He heals his spirit. And then the, the, the Pharisees come out. And they're speaking to the blind man where he can see now. They kick him out of the temple area. And so Jesus says, so Jesus hears that. I'm going to go right into chapter 9, verse 35. If you want to join me in the book of John. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out. And when he found him, he said, do you believe in the son of man? Who is he, sir? The man asked, tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus says, you have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. Jesus said, for judgment, I have come into this world so that the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this and asked, what, are we blind too? Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. Bars. Let's go right into the good shepherd. So then Jesus says, I tell you the truth. The man who does not enter this sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. A man who entered by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought them all out of his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice, but they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. So Jesus used this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. I'm going to attempt to exegete this uh, and, and, and and contextualize this for you. What What is the act of being a shepherd is a full-time responsibility, uh, not because this is a job, this is an occupation. This is a full life detail, much like um, my brothers and sisters who are in the military. This is a, 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 a mental, physical, and uh, spiritual full 360. You have to maintain all of these things. There's this old adage where they say, you're a soldier 24-7, and I seriously, I believe that. The same can be applied to your faith. You are following the Lord Jesus Twenty-four-seven. So, the sheep. Let me go back to talking about what Jesus is uh, it, it explaining about leading the sheep to a pen. The shepherd, like that's his full-time responsibility. It's not just punching a ticket and walking his sheep places. He is fully responsible for all of them. The relationship that he has to establish with them is very personal. Dr. Thomas K. Razane said, he goes after the sheep until he finds the lost one. And the shepherd is not angry at the sheep. He is joyful when he finds his sheep and delights in bringing it home. So when in this time frame, the, they had these uh, communal folds where they would all pull their sheep together. They would open the gate and then the shepherd would go to the gate. He would plant his rod down. And one by one they come up. He would examine them. He would look them over. He would see if there's something wrong with them, any injuries. Do they appear sick? He knows each of his sheep. He knows what's good. He knows he he is aware of what has changed about their nature day to day. Um, give me one second. If you look at Crossing a linear danger area, right? You have linear road here, and then you have a section here. You want to go from here to here. You're going to establish these gates, these checkpoints to go where everyone passes through, and they go from one side to the other side, and they pass through. You're going to have a soldier on both sides of this gate, and they pass through. They are counted off individually, one by one. That leader, that shepherd, is there to make sure that no one is left behind and no one gets lost. He is accounting for all of them. And when they file in, he sets them up in a cigar-shaped formation. But I'm going, way too, I'm going way too far forward of my example that I'm trying to set. But um, for example, right, with myself, uh, when I was a recce medic in Afghanistan, now you could easily... You know, like your your regular your regular medic, they'll have a little book that they'll have here, and they'll have a list of people, right? Allergies, uh, blood type, uh, medications, injuries. I took that and I and I tried to commit as much as I possibly could of that to memory because I needed to know. I needed to know my guy's blood type. I needed to know if they had any allergies. I had a guy who was allergic to sulfur. Guess what? You can't have any morphine. Sorry. And this is me. This is pre-TXA, so relax. Um, I had another guy who he he was taking some behavioral health medication, but when he didn't take it, he got really claustrophobic. We went on these um these these convoys, these security uh, convoys, and so he would. <laughs> I knew he was something was wrong with him started to rock back and forth and i was like oh man here it comes so what i did i had to ensure that he could function right so i kept a little stash of medication just for him and by the time he made his way to take his helmet off in the back of the vehicle and the body armor came off and he's rocking back and forth and he's grabbing his legs no 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 no, sir you take your medication i didn't doc here you go put that down no big deal I, I'm spending time with these people. I'm forming relationships with them. I'm knowing the ins and outs. I'm talking to them about their family, about their children. I want to know all of those small, nuanced things. I need to be aware of their, their, their mental status, their physical status, and their spiritual status. This is the relationship that that the Lord wants with us. This is the relationship that, that Jesus is, is ushering us in to that pin. When that rod raises up, and we go on in, that rod came back down, he expected the other sheep with the pre-combat checks and pre-combat inspection. Or, they I mean, leading them from the field, so this is posts, right? So they so now in safety, in this communal fold of other sheep, and they would st- they would stand guard. They would watch over their flock. And in the morning time, you have this giant pin of sheep that were there, and the shepherd would come out, Open the gate, and he would call them by name. And they would come out individually. He'd call them out. They wouldn't answer to any other shepherd. This is the relationship that our Lord and Savior is asking of us. He's asking to lead us to shelter. He wants to lead us to greener pastures. He wants to lead us to cool and still waters. He wants to lead us to... A place of eternal rest, eternal refreshment. I want to take a quick moment to try to try to try to contextualize this and make it applicable uh, to our everyday lives. Um, I'm a father, and every morning I have uh, to get up my two kids. Right when I get up in the morning, I'm trying to get myself ready to go, brushing my teeth. And in, that, and in that time, I'm looking at my youngest, and I'm asking him, did you brush your teeth? And then the yes or the no. But when it was no, and I look at him, because I know, I know, I know my child. Hey, let me, let me smell your breath. And with that morning breath kicked off, mm, 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 go brush him, right? My oldest, every day, if she could wear Uggs, she'd wear them, every day. But, you, <laughs> but I had to go check the weather. It's having the wherewithal to to forward think and look at the weather. What's that look like? It's too cold? Okay, cool. Let me go prepare myself, go outside, start my truck, turn the heated seats on, come back up. I know, the privilege. But I would come upstairs, let them know what's going on. Hey, you might want to put on a warmer jacket. Hey, you might not want to wear those shoes. Or hey, you know, make sure you take care of this, that, and the third, or whatever the case may be. Uh, Breakfast. It's not last minute, as per usual. We got to get out the door in an hour, and then uh, 10 minutes until we, we, the, the convoy takes off, then they want breakfast. So you have to ensure that they've had breakfast. I need to make sure that the lunches are packed, and then when that's all done, we go to the door. I open the door, and one by one they come up, and I'm looking them up and down, making sure everything's good to go, and then we step out and we go. But inversely, shepherding is taxing. It's taxing. There's the adage of of pouring into cups, right? When you keep pouring into cups, you're going to run empty. So you have to take that time to be filled up. You fill that up with with prayer, with scripture, with, with, with fellowship, right? All of those things. And speaking of fellowship... A lot of this stuff of of, of shepherding is a discipleship, because you're living life together. It's the same duality of, of both of those things. It's just it's that discipleship, and you're grooming, and you're so the sheep come to know him by name over time and time and time again, being called by that name. That's how they know to recognize that name. This is a twenty four seven operation that does not stop once you punch the clock there's no, there's no clock to punch our faith depends on that there's no clock to punch but going back to shepherding being taxing it's important for those who are leaders those who are ministry leaders those who are military leaders to make sure that their mental their physical and spiritual health is up to snuff I'd say one of the biggest things for me, how I feel myself, is, is with physical fitness and spiritual health. I, I combine those things. My, my day-to-day is very, very jam-packed, and I'm running around, running errands for my wife, or taking stuff to the kids to school, or dealing stuff with my dog, or just, just, just the daily nuance of a military spouse. <laughs> but it is what it is. And so I had to find that time. I had to find that time to be led and so i think that through that my my biggest thing is running and then now currently it's been through uh, bjj right through jiu-jitsu and that's my time where i can go and get all of my praise all of my thanks all of my angst all of those little nuanced things that i need to have that one-on-one time with the lord and when i'm done with running I run to a hill and I just sit still for a while and I just kind of soak it all in and try to think about uh, what, what it is I'm asking of the Lord, what it is that that, that I need to be constantly kind of tweaking and peeking in my life to get a little bit closer to Him so I can be the good sheep that I want to be, that I strive to be, that He wants me to be. And um, with the BJJ, I'll go grind it out I'll praise all the way to class, and then on the way back, I'll have that moment of reflection where I can just be still and drive home and kind of think about our Father, our Lord. And so I'm gonna show you a quick video really fast. I want you to kind of see what uh, what I'm talking about. Check this out. Hey, good morning, Faith Battalion. This is your boy Freeman Action. I just wanna encourage you to establish that place a place where you can go and sit and wait and listen for the lord to kind of speak to you and move through you um my process is, is, is two part i have to go for i love running and that's where i go and get my grievances out get my prayers in, get my um get my praise and, and thanks to the lord for everything that he's blessed me with and everything that he continues to bless me with so i'm very grateful for that but when i'm done running i, I had to come here very beautiful up here I like to sit and I wait and I listen, and see what a stirring feels like. If the spirit moves me, and so I want to encourage you guys to find your place of of spiritual enlightenment. Where you can come and sit, and be still. Okay. I love you guys. Oh, I did um, I did four miles and trying to trick my target goal, four by thirty six with, with the hammer. So target acquired. Thirty two minutes. Uh, not too bad. Eight minute mile pace. Um, Really wish you guys to have a great day, and we love you. God bless. Okay, everybody. I want to say thank you for stopping by for a little bit. This is the first episode. There's more to come. Um, It's it's, um, it's kind of—I had to get this first one out. There's no real formula for it, but I think the Lord's been kind of piecing me together. And it's—he's—the— the Spirit has definitely moved through multiple people, multiple experiences, my journey, me me getting here. So I wanna give all of my mentors, all of my family, all of my friends, uh, I wanna give you your flowers because this is a victory for the Lord, for the kingdom, and all of you helped me get here. So this is a win for all of us. And speaking of shepherds, this first episode is dedicated to my own earthly shepherd and mentor, Happy birthday, Pastor Steve Bradley. Shout out, Say Life Church. I love you guys. Join me next time on another episode of the Faith Battalion Podcast. Stay sharp and wolf-like. God bless.